it takes a while to settle in and adjust to being in a new place. So I'd like to say some things about the practice today. So for some years now, we've been starting this course with a full day of mindfulness practice as a way to support us arriving and uh, basically gathering and collecting what often feels like a very scattered uh, attention and concentration. Um, And just to allow us to arrive in our bodies, arrive in the present, and to begin the process of collecting and unifying the mind, which is really supportive for the meta practice. So um, I'm just curious, we didn't ask this question yesterday. How many people here are uh, familiar with meta practice, loving kindness practice? I should have asked who isn't in very <laughs> a few. Okay, good. And how many people are familiar with mindfulness practice, having met mindfulness Vipassana practice of sorts? Okay, great. So in the both the sitting practice and the walking practice, we'll be cultivating quality of mindfulness quality of awareness, a careful attentiveness to the present moment, intentional awareness, to simply meeting and knowing what's happening in the moment without our usual judgments and biases and preferences and trying to change or manipulate our experience. Simply learning to be with what is, In this case, mostly today we'll be focusing on the breath, or in the walking, our steps, the movement of the body through space. Simply meeting what is with attention, with awareness, knowing it as it is. And then, of course, in the course of any practice, we'll be working with uh, that which interferes with that whether it's our busy thinking mind, restlessness, sleepiness, agitation, confusion, all the different obstacles that may arise. But to also keep the practice very simple, uh, we'll be inviting you in the sitting practice to simply come back again and again and again, hundreds if not thousands of times, to a single point, which is to the breath, to establish that sense of connection to the present moment through breathing, which, as you know, is very simple, but not so easy. And so it's a practice of training. It's a practice of patience. It's a practice of kindness to yourself each time the mind wanders and meanders and you're back at work, even though when you're at work, you couldn't wait to be on retreat (laughs) or, or wherever corridors the mind takes you in. So to hold that lightly, you know, sometimes we come to a retreat with very high expectations. You know, it's, we're looking at our watch at 10.30, I'm not enlightened yet, I'm just, you know. So to approach the practice with some um, realism and uh, sensitivity to where you are, to how your body is in the moment, 
where you are in your life. So maybe you have a lot going on that's pulling your heart, pulling your attention. And so we make space for that. Mindfulness makes space for everything in our lives. And so we include everything in our experience. Nothing is excluded. Although we are giving preference today to the breath. It doesn't mean we won't notice the sounds that arise and pass. That We won't notice feelings and emotions, thoughts, images, sensations of the body. So we can use those as a support for being in the present. We acknowledge them when they arise. And then we shift the attention back to the breath, unless they're really demanding uh, more presence from us, more attention from us. Okay, so um, beginning finding a posture that's comfortable and upright. So if you're sitting on the floor, on a cushion, uh, to make sure you're sitting with enough height. So often I see people sitting too low and there's uh, and then there's a sort of collapse in the posture. So um, you may need more than one cushion if you're sitting on the floor or a blanket underneath as extra support. If the knees don't touch the ground, it can be helpful to have them supported by another cushion or a blanket or something like that. So you make sure you have a stable foundation. You can also use these cushions for kneeling. You turn them on their sides so you can kneel. It's often a posture that's good. Uh, give some relief to the knees and to the, to the hips. And also please make use of the chairs if that is a more comfortable posture. As one of my early teachers used to say, enlightenment is not dependent on the shape of your legs, fortunately. So whatever posture is fine. So sitting upright, hands on the legs or in the lap, letting the shoulders be heavy. Turning the gaze inward, closing the eyes. If you're very sleepy this morning, which uh, many of you may be, then you may start the practice with your eyes slightly open. Soft gaze, eyes down. And beginning the practice with arriving. This day really is a day of arriving. We are physically here, but often our attention, our energy is not fully arrived in our bodies. So just knowing through this mindful presence that you're here. What tells you that you're here in the moment? So sensing the body, feeling the posture, Feeling the contact of the body with the ground. So feeling that rootedness through your sit bones, thighs, knees, feet, 
earth element sitting on the earth. And as I said yesterday, to to know where you're starting from in the practice is really helpful. So you check in with your body. Well, how is the body in this moment? Tired, awake, heavy, light, energized, restless. So we meet the condition of the body with mindful presence. The body is like this in this moment without trying to change or fix it. Same with the heart. How is the emotional life? How do I feel in this moment? Maybe I don't feel anything or it's inaccessible calm or happy or excited or anxious, peaceful, allowing that to be as it is. What's the condition of the mind? Busy, quiet, happy, focused, spacey. So the attention is like this. This is where I start from. Meeting the conditions of what is with an appropriate response. And then bringing the attention to the breath. Letting the breath invite the attention. What's the quality of breathing in this moment? Letting go of any preconceptions about meditation, about all the Many times you may practice and just meeting this, this moment, this breath. The next breath you're about to notice, you've never felt before. Each breath is unique, distinct, has its own quality. So let your attention become interested, curious, absorbed. How do I feel, how do I sense the breath in this moment? Where do I feel the breath most clearly? At the nostrils, Notice the difference of the quality of the air as the air enters and leaves the nostrils. Do you sense the breath in the back of the throat? attentive to the sensations in the torso as the breath enters. The body of the ribcage expands, lifts. Do you sense the breath in the back body between the shoulder blades? 
mid-back, or the lower back. You sense the breath in the side ribs, in the side of the body. Do you feel more the movement in the diaphragm, the belly area? Expanding, falling. So the more tangibly we feel and sense the breath, the more likely it is to hold our attention. The more likely it is we are going to engage and to stay with its presence. So you may choose to attune your attention to one of those places, nostrils, throat, chest, belly, back. And just have the attention stay steady with one of those places. Or you may feel just the the full range of the breath. Letting the breath breathe itself. No need to control, change, or manipulate the breath. attention wanders, which it naturally will many, many times. Notice where the attention goes, thinking, planning, spacing, sleepiness. If the attention goes to thinking, you may make a note, soft note of thinking, thinking. And then let the thoughts go without judgment, beginning again, starting over. This moment, sitting and aware of sitting, breathing and aware of breathing. If your attention, your body starts to feel drowsy and sluggish, open your eyes. Look down so your attention stays still focused. Let the light bring in a little energy.
notice where you are in this moment. No matter how far the attention wanders, it takes only a moment to begin again, to return this moment, this breath. Connecting with the beginning of an in-breath, sustaining the attention just for that in-breath. Connect with the beginning of an out-breath, sustain the attention just for that out-breath. Staying present to the pause between breaths, and beginning again, one half breath at a time. Staying relaxed in the body, alert with the attention.
as a support for the attention connecting with the breath, you can use mental noting, making a note of in on the in-breath, out on the out-breath. Or you can use counting, counting after each out-breath, one, out-breath, two, up to ten, and start again at one. But each time you space out, you start again at one. And just a ways, different ways to engage the attention. Shift attention away from the chattering mind.
in the last minute or two, letting go of everything that's come before and beginning again, starting over this moment, this breath, as if breathing for the first time. So sometimes the first day on retreat, even if you've sat a hundred retreats, or this is your first retreat, the first day can be a little humbling. Because <laughs> we might think we're, we've got good concentration, we're good meditators, whatever that means. And you sit down and your mind wanders, wanders 98% of the time. While you're asleep, <laughs> you didn't even notice <laughs> the meditation. So, um, you know, to be really kind and patient with yourselves today as you arrive, as you work with the various things that can make it challenging, like being very tired and sleepy and dull and foggy, um, or just being really wrapped up in your thoughts. You know, we spend most of our lives in our heads thinking a lot about different stuff. So just because we come into a meditation hall and cross our legs doesn't mean the mind is going to instantly thinking mind's going to vanish, it continues. So what we get to see in the first days of retreat are the habits, our patterns that we, that we know ordinarily live in. And um, they can be, uh, uh, well, it, it can, we can have a lot of insight about how we ordinarily are in our lives that we don't give attention because our attention is taken by the, 
the stuff and the content of our lives. So in here we take away the content and we just get to see the inner processes. And it can not look so pretty sometimes or flattering. So we say often the practice is simple but not easy. So anybody could follow these instructions. Sit down, shut up, follow your breath. But not so easy. So I often think of this poem that um, uh, by Billy Collins, who uh, to me embodies that amused uh, observation of quirky humanness and human nature. And in one of his poems called In the Moment, he writes, um, it was a day in June all lawn and sky, the, t- the kind that gives you no choice but to be in the moment. But which moment? Not this one, or that one, or that other one, or any of those that were scuttling by didn't seem perfectly right for me. And plus, I was too knotted up with questions about the past and his tall, evasive sister, the future. And besides, what was I going to serve the vegetarian twins who were coming to dinner this evening? And why was the driver of that lone pickup truck driving down towards the railroad track? And so the priceless moments of the day were squandered one by one, or more likely a thousand at a time, with quandary and pointless interrogation. All I wanted to be was a pea of being inside the green pot of time, but that was not going to happen today, I had to admit to myself. So that can be a little metaphor for our lives. Which moment? Not this one, not this breath. Oh, I felt that breath. Let's think about something way more interesting, as Sharon mentioned yesterday. So notice, so we get to just notice where you go, why you go. And we're, you know, training the puppy of the mind to sit, (laughs) to stay. And it will wander and sniff around and get lost and get into trouble and then, oh, come back, sit, stay. So slowly, slowly, and over the days you'll see the, the mind settling, the body calming, the energy returning, and um, the practice be, to be more engaging. Um, so are there any questions thus far about the sitting practice, the instructions today? Sitting, mindfulness of breath. <coughs> so at this, at this time every day, we'll invite you to ask questions about your practice. And if you have a question, you can guarantee that probably at half the retreat at some point or other will have that same question. So please don't feel shy to ask anything about your practice. Yes? So when you say notice where, why your mind, um, where your mind goes and why, are you, still, are you still suggesting to use the noting something very soft rather than a more analytical? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, as soon as, the, as soon as the word why came out, it's like, oh, no, let's pull that one back. Uh, just more notice the where the mind goes. Oh, I'm 
planning, oh, I'm regretting, I'm judging, I'm... So notice the processes of the mind, of the thinking, rather than the content. So normally we're lost in the content. Well, he said this, and wait till I say that. No, no, no. Oh, arguing. Oh, anger. Oh, judging. Yes, I will. So, thank you. So, the question was um, uh, about when noticing thinking. I mentioned to notice the, 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 the what or the where and the why of where we're going and why that may be. And I, so I said, let go of the why and just notice where you're going. And the labeling can help that just to um, uh, very quickly identify, oh, I'm in the pattern of rehearsing mind or planning mind. So we get to know the general tendencies of our mind and as we, as we recognize them more clearly, we are able to unhook and not go down the garden path of all those different tendencies. I was about to, yes. <laughs> yes, so the comments about, about standing. So, um, uh, as, as we've mentioned, uh, there can be a lot of tiredness and sleepiness on the first day, particularly. Um, and if that's a case for you, if you, you know, there are many different ways to work with sleepiness. Opening the eyes is one. You can put your hands on your head. You can take a few deeper breaths. Sit upright. Um, the earlier that you catch yourself in sleepiness or fogginess, the better, because you're more likely to interrupt it from going into full-blown siesta. Um, so if, you know, if, you, if you're with the breath and then suddenly the breath starts getting foggy and hazy and there's a little dreaminess comes in you're, in, you're in some kind of sinking mind where the energy is dropped and, the, and therefore the attention, concentration, and energy drops. Um, so you can start by opening the eyes, brightening the attention, turning the attention to sleepiness itself. Um, sometimes those strategies work, sometimes they don't. And um, if not, if all else fails, you can stand. stand. Just stand up where you are and continue the practice, eyes open if you need that for balance. Um, and stand up for as long as it takes for the energy to return. Usually when we stand, there's a lot more energy, just the, just the, just the, fact of self-consciousness standing up in the room is often just wakes us up. And then when we feel sufficiently awake, we sit back down and start again. And you may do that a few times in the sitting. You, know, you sit back down and boom, you've gone again. Okay, standing up. <laughs> okay. no. When we're not in the meditation hall, So the question is, when we're not in the meditation hall, do we have the same practice as we, as we have in the sitting? Um, so I'm going to give some instructions about walking. So when, when we're not in the formal sitting, there'll be many periods of walking practice. So I'll give the instructions for that. And then when you, the, the, then the, the in-between times, the you know, your work meditation, bathing, um, whatever, walking, for the purposes of today, um, uh, keep your attention 
as much as you can in your body. So as you're moving around, as you're eating, as you uh, cleaning your room, doing your work meditation, your hands are in the sink doing dishes, keep your attention in the physical present. So the body's always in the present moment, the senses are always in the present moment. So be attentive to what the body is doing. So if you're showering, be aware of the, the water and the heat and the smell, and the beer. if you're um, you know, cleaning bathrooms, be, be in your body, being in the physical present. And then, you know, the same practice of noticing when the attention wanders and spaces and judges and, oh, look at that, and come back. So wherever you are, the practice is returning, returning to what it's standing in line for lunch, eating, resting. Just know just we're unhooking that habitual tendency of the mind to just drift or to comment or analyze our experience rather than just be, oh, I don't need to assess what I rate myself on the washing up scale no, I'm just washing, doing the dishes. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Um, for sitting meditation, is it kind of important that your legs be in a certain position to go across or Yeah, so in the in the sitting position is important that the legs are crossed or back. Um, what's important is you one, you're comfortable, that's the most important thing. And two, that your posture is a support for um, ease and uprightness of the torso. Um, that's why I mentioned about the pillow height, and maybe Eowyn can, uh, I'll introduce Eowyn in a second, a yoga teacher, uh, can say more about that in one of the yoga periods. Um, so, as I said, most important to be comfortable. And, and so, you, you know, if you're sitting cross-legged, we recommend that you um, have one foot in front of the other. Um, so the lower foot doesn't go to sleep. Um, and as I said, also to have, when the, when the knees don't come down, you put a cushion or a blanket underneath to, to have some foundation, so this is a stable foundation, you're not wobbling in the air too much. Or you can sit, as I said, kneeling, um, which is sometimes easier on the hips and the knees for some. Um, and you can also play with switching and changing postures. So is that getting to your question? Yeah, okay. Okay, so I want to say some words about walking practice. So as you'll see on the schedule, there are many periods of sitting and many periods of walking. And in this practice, we value those two practices equally and really encourage you to uh, fully participate in all of the practices. Uh, for some of you, the walking practice will be not so familiar, maybe new. And um, it's, uh, it's a beautiful practice. It's a practice I've really loved and um, uh, appreciated what that practice brings. Um, one of the main questions I get asked as a teacher is, how do I stay present in my life? How do I stay present at work? How do I, you know, when I'm at Safeways and I'm, you know, how do, how do you do it? And for me, the main practice that I draw on is the walking practice. So you're, it speaks to your question about how do you stay present you know, the rest of the day. Um, having practiced walking meditation on retreats for many, many, many years, um, it's, it's allowed me to feel a sense of groundedness and presence um, each time that I walk, whether it's here or outside or uh, in the mall. So it um, has tremendous value in learning how to stay embodied in movement. Also, in the context of the, 
the retreat flow, the reason we alternate the practices is, is to maintain a steadiness of energy. So the, ener- the walking can bring a lot of energy, whereas often the sitting, particularly the first few days, can be um, less energized. The walking is a way that we invigorate our body and our energy and attention. It also supports uh, the concentration, the continuity of attention. Um, so, uh, and it's also a place that, that's very insightful. And for a lot of people, the insights more easily arise in the walking practice because there's actually more relaxation and ease. There's often more pressure or intensity in the sitting that can sometimes in, inhibit the flow of insight. Um, and then, so today we'll be doing mindful walking, and I'll give instructions in a moment. And then the rest of the, the days, um, you can continue that practice or do the, the meta practice, the loving kindness practice. While you're walking, so um, what I'm going to invite you to do is to stand. and to simply be mindful of standing. So the Buddha said to be mindful in four postures, sitting, standing, walking, and lying down. So we're going to cover three in this retreat. You can be mindful lying down too, but we don't teach that as a practice um, because you're already probably sleepy enough. So, um, yes, yeah, so just bring your attention into your feet. Notice the contact of your feet with the ground. Notice the temperature, texture, hardness, softness. Notice the bones. Notice the flesh, the skin. Have the eyes closed or the eyes down. Simply present to standing, aware of the posture, aware of the way your body leans and moves involuntarily. Aware of the legs. Muscles, thighs, knees. Where have your hips, pelvis? Taking your attention up your back. Shoulder blades, shoulders. Noticing any areas of tightness, tension. Feeling the breath in the body. Noticing the front part of your torso, your belly. Letting your belly be soft. Feeling the chest, upper chest. Notice your arms, 
shoulders, forearms, hands, and noticing your hair, your neck, and your head, back of your head, top of your head, and the face. Noticing your whole body, standing, moving, stillness, so I like to do a quick body scan before I start walking practice just to just to arrive, just like we arrived in the sitting, we arrive in our body standing, we feel the different quality of our body and presence and energy standing. And then in the walking practice, we find a place, maybe 20, 30 steps long. There are walking rooms, a walking room out here. There's a walking room downstairs. You can walk outside if you want to be uh, cold. Uh, (laughs) um, It's a little cooler from where I came from, but it's beautiful. If you want to be invigorated and to to feel the the life force outside. And um, so if you're feeling sleepy, I'd suggest walking outside for the invigoration. Um, but the, the, the orientation of the practice is inward. Even though our eyes are open and we're moving in a room or through space, the attention is primarily in the body. Primarily, we use the, con- the movement of the feet and the contact of the feet with the floor as the uh, anchor point for the attention. So like with the breath, so in the sitting, the, the anchor is the breath. In, this, in the walking, it's just the simple contact, feeling, sensation of the feet stepping, touching the ground. So maybe you can step to the side and so you can walk a little in the the aisle where you are. So we'll just take a few mindful steps. Or maybe you just walk in the place that you're standing, walking. And just lifting, moving, placing the feet and just being very mindful and being attentive to all the sensations it takes, all the movements of muscle and bone and weight to lift the foot and the knee and the shifting of the muscle, placing of the bony feet on the floor, the feeling the hardness, softness of the feet. And you can walk a few steps and then come back to standing. You can walk backwards. Generally don't recommend walking backwards because there's objects in the way. So like that, like that, so we're giving attention just to the simple act of walking, mindfulness of walking. So in terms of the, 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 the practice, what I recommend in the beginning is, especially after sitting, if you're feeling tired or sluggish or the body's achy, you just walk up and down normal pace. Um, we were walking very slowly in that moment. Um, just walk up and down, refresh the body, rejuvenate the energy. And then um, what I do is I let my body determine the pace. So, um, you know, I'll start off walking normal pace and then my body will, will just over time want to start walking slower. And I let, I let the, the body determine uh, how slow. So you want to walk at a pace that allows you to be most attentive. 
So if you're really sleepy, that might be mean. That might mean walking quite swiftly. Um, as you get more concentrated and calm, you'll naturally find yourself wanting to walk slower. And you'll see at times people walking very, very slowly, um, almost microscopically slowly, and that's also a way of uh, developing a deep concentration. But it only works if, you, if, the, if, the, if the presence of mind is there with it. Um, so don't try to walk in a certain way from some idea in the mind, but really from listening to your body. Have your eyes mostly down, uh, so you're not looking around, um, distracted by what everybody else is doing. Um, noticing the comparing mind, who's looking cool when they walk, you know, who looks really spiritual because they're walking, who's the slowest in the room, we get into the slow competition, <laughs> that must be really mindful if they're doing that slow. They could be, you know, on vacation in Hawaii and they're just walking microscopically slow. Who knows? We don't know. So, and it's irrelevant, <laughs> frankly. So, and the mind will do that and you notice it and you come back. Um, so again, it's a practice of returning. All the instructions we give in the sitting that apply to the walking. Uh, kindness, patience, uh, essential. Um, have the hands by the side or in front of you or behind you or in your pockets. Um, but basically being mindful of movement <coughs> through space. And then we'll ring a bell for the next sitting. Any questions about that? So is that yes? Uh, some people, um, so the question is about working with the breath. Where, where is the attention with the walking? Do we also include the breath? Some people will include the breath with the walking and, and, and even time their steps with their walking. Uh, other people, including myself, I, I let the breath be very background and I really just give attention to my feet and my legs primarily, particularly the, the soles of the feet. So play with it. You know, and each one's going to be, each view is going to be different, and at different times it might change. Yeah, okay. Any other questions? Okay, so before we end, I wanted to introduce Eowyn, a wonderful yoga teacher. We're very happy she's back with us. She's, so Eowyn, do you want to say a few words about the yoga? I think there's a mic. Uh, yeah. Okay, is that working? Is that everybody in the back gets to hear? Yeah. Good morning. It's really nice to see you all and really nice to be here with Gina and Mark and Sharon. Quite delightful. Um, so the yoga. Simply put, it will be very gentle. It's um, intended in this setting to support your retreat practice. So we will use uh, the simplest 
of movements. We'll use some gentle repetition to help us relax, some held movements to give us a chance to stretch. You know, looking out this morning, I saw some of you already doing the kinds of things that we'll do. The body just wants, doesn't it, to stretch and, and get comfortable. I have a little cheat sheet here for myself. Oh, yeah, I um, have sat quite a few retreats like the one that you're sitting, and I have found gentle yoga practice to be really supportive to the whole process. And it's from that uh, understanding that I offer this to you. Hmm. We'll work with movements that really uh, sort of hit the spots that people most often tell me about in terms of what's difficult when they're sitting retreats. Shoulders, neck, back, hips, knees. So things to really ease and support your ability to sit a little more comfortably in these long days. The practice will, uh, the yoga practice will happen downstairs in the lower walking room. We have plenty of yoga mats, so you don't need one of those. But if you want a blanket, you could bring a blanket from here, bring it to yoga, and then bring it back for your sitting, because we don't have that many blankets downstairs. And you may want one. It's nice to have that. Of course, you want, just like when you're sitting, you want to have loose, comfortable clothes, right? You don't want to feel constrained from moving uh, by your clothing. Hmm. Yeah, so practice will be at 11.15 each morning. Uh, And if there are questions about the practicalities of it, I think we can do that right at the end of the next sitting as we're on our way down. So it'll be in the right timing. Okay, very good to see you. Familiar and and new faces. Okay, so thank you, Erin. Time for some walking practice. Enjoy this beautiful day. Thank you for listening. To learn how you can support the teachers and Dharma Seed, please visit dharmaseed.org slash donate.